0: broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's time for Chattanooga Business Radio now. Here your Business Radio X host.
1: Hi there. Welcome. It's Dave Kirby your host for Chattanooga Business Radio X and I have a special guest in the studio today. Her name is Angela Profit. She's an event planner at Vivid Experiences in the greater Nashville area. Uh, and Angela is an expert in wedding and events uh, planning. She's traveled the world. She also is a productivity coach, and author, consultant, designer, educator, planner, speaker. Uh, I don't know if she's a good cook or not, but I'm sure that's uh, thrown in there as well. Angela, welcome.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for having me, and I'm not a good cook.
1: (laughs) Well, that's okay because you hire good cooks, right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, the event and, uh, and wedding planning.
0: So going on 15 years now, I've been an event planner, a wedding planner, which cultivated from my uncle and my family having a venue on the Gulf Coast for 35 years. So in the summertime, I poured sweet tea and cut pie and learned how to do flowers and cut cake and really just did it for fun with the family business. And then I went to school to be in mental health and didn't like it. I learned that people are really sick, sadly, and what you read in the books in college. And then when you get into your profession, it's not really what you think it's going to be. So I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. My parents said, we paid for you to go to college, and now you're not going to do that. So I went back to teaching gymnastics. And then as I got a little bit older in my early 20s, my parents' friends' children started to get married. And my parents are very involved in the Catholic diocese. In Nashville. And so they knew my sister and I were decorators and I was good at logistics from learning from the corporate world of how to chart on patients and mental health, because that's what insurance is. That's how you get paid. And so I put the logistics together and the decor and design together, and started designing and planning weddings, really for fun, for almost two years. Mm. And I still worked in healthcare and had like a double life for a little bit.
1: <laughs> so you started uh, Vivid Experiences. How long is the How long has the business been a business?
0: Fifteen years.
1: Fifteen years. Yeah. Wow! Plus a couple of years where you did it just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's even better when you do something for fun and you get paid for it, right? Absolutely. So what do you feel like are the distinctives of what you do? Maybe separates you from other event wedding planners out there?
0: Well, one thing that I know that really separates us is we're paperless. And again, being in healthcare, I learned how powerful EMR was. It's electronical medical records, which most people are familiar with it now, but 12, 13 years ago, we were just implementing that. And I, helped a lot of physician offices implement that. I was like their cheerleader about going paperless when they were petrified of it. And so I learned how powerful it was to be paperless. And so I've always been paperless. So that's the one thing that I would say really sets us apart. And other vendors tell me that and other resorts as I travel and do other weddings and events on a destination scale, they're like, wow, you're completely paperless. Like, how do you do that? Which that's why I started to do consulting and teaching and technology. Do you
1: feel like that gives you a competitive advantage uh, being paperless.
0: Absolutely, you can share it with your team members. You can grow. I can be anywhere in the world, and as long as I have Wi-Fi, I can access any of my clients' files. Um, the other big thing is when I worked in mental health. You know, a lot of my patients were there because of mental breakdowns. There were CEOs, there were very successful business owners that were there that they had a fire or something really bad. They had a flood, like when Nashville flooded, Um, you know, they had bad things happen to them. And so they became negative. They became suicidal. And so seeing that at a very young age, it taught me to be proactive and to never do that. And then in college, my own computer crashed (laughs) and I lost all of my clinical notes and I almost didn't graduate on time. So those little catastrophes, I now call them opportunities for a better learning experience so that I can Grow and learn, and help my clients feel confident that I have all their details backed up.
1: So you operate worldwide, mm-hmm. uh, planning events and weddings. I do. Uh, is there a difference between a, a a corporate party or an event and a wedding? I mean, what? How do the logistics differ between the two?
0: Well, it's not so much the logistics, but the planning is very different, and the the money is very different. For example, for weddings, it's very emotional, hands on, money spending with families, and really educating them and protecting them and making sure that they're making smart decisions on spending their money. And for corporate, a lot of the corporate clients we have, they say, here's the budget. This is how many people's coming. Here's one check. You hire everybody. And so it's it's kind of hands-off because they trust you to hire where weddings are much more personal and um, they require a little bit more patience and handholding.
1: I see you've been uh, featured on what show is it? The bridal show?
0: We've done a you we recently did one for job or no job Mm -hmm. um on tlc i believe or abc family yeah and um and that i think that was more for a young lady that thought she wanted to be in the business just to see how it was Mm -hmm. because you know tv and movies they make our jobs out to be like so incredible (laughs) and it is very rewarding but it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of time and commitment Mm -hmm. and um, sweat and tears sometimes and so not everyone wants to do that so and we did a destination i do which was kind of an extreme wedding show that we were featured on doing a wedding on top of a mountain wow. in the Tennessee Hills.
1: It, your, uh, your background in psychiatric care probably helps you deal with brides, right?
0: <laughs> Every single day. When girl, when young girls contact us and they say, we don't know what to get our degree in. Cause there's really no degree in what we do. Like there's hospitality, but again, weddings, it's so hands-on and so emotional. I say, well, business degrees are helpful because you have to know how to run a business to be profitable. And then psychology is great because it teaches you how to understand people.
1: And that's really what you're in the business of, right? As people
0: a hundred percent every day, I take care of people 365 days a year.
1: What other ingredients do you see as uh, being uh, contributing factors to your success?
0: Well, the the other thing is my background in psychology and the psychology methodologies that we have implemented and using to grow our team and the company. So, I use a methodology. I did every psychiatric test with my patients, I think like 32 to be exact. And there was one that really stood out for my patients that worked really well called True Colors. And you don't have to be able to read or anything. You just simply look at pictures and colors and it just resonates with people. And it teaches you a lot about people's habitual habits and how they act and how they don't act and putting people in the right roles Um, as a business leader is really important. I feel like that makes up the core team. And so when I travel and do destination weddings, I learn a lot about myself and a lot about the companies and the things that people say to me, such as, how is everyone around you so happy? Like, why are people stressed out and running? I'm like, I don't know what kind of other planners you've had experiences with, but my background's in psychology. And I want to put people in a role where they're a natural at it that i'm not trying to train someone specifically for a role because you are born a certain way with your brain so why not focus on the positives instead of your weaknesses
1: how many people are on your team now how many planners do you have
0: well we have about 12 girls that could lead an event, but I'm a little bit of a control freak. So, <laughs> so I like, But in a good way. Yes, in a, in a very good way. So I like to do the sales and I like to do the design and the floor plans. And that's really my role with the company is I meet the clients and make sure that they're a good fit. And then Allison, she does all the back end of the stuff. She Once the client hires us and we've done their design, she communicates with them. She works on their budgets. She enters all the numbers in which I did all that by myself for seven years and worked another full-time job. Um, But again, as a business leader, they teach you. My mentors have taught me that you find people who are great at the things that you're not so good at or the things that you don't want to do. And then you find people who love to do those things Mm -hmm. and then you hire them and you put them on your team. And so there's a lot of different people in, within our organization um, that are not planners. They actually probably have no clue what I do, um, but they like I have a, a branding manager and an SEO expert and a content manager who I, writes all my articles and who helps me you know, be a better business leader. So I've learned to invest in people. And surround myself with really good people who are experts at what they do. And I don't have to be good at everything.
1: Well, you know, I just had it's funny because I just had a conversation. I was a a guest on a podcast yesterday and we were talking about delegation Mm -hmm. and staffing. And Mm -hmm. I I said, uh, you know, you what I had to learn is that you you figure out what the things that only you can do and then you only do those things. Right. And you find people to do everything else around Mm -hmm. you. And it sounds like that's what you've done. So uh, it, it, you've now taken the success you've had and the lessons that you've learned and you've kind of parlayed that into doing coaching and consulting. Is it primarily with women in business or really everyone?
0: Most of our clients are women. I mean, I think just given the nature that I started in the event planning world, um, it's it's been branching out and I've been getting more men and business leaders. I think the idea of them hiring a little blonde, which yeah. The first man that ever hired me to coach years ago, we were actually planning an event together in New York and he would ask me questions and say, wait, what did you just do on your computer? And can you just, how'd you do that? And I said, you know what? Like your, your shop and your business in, in the front of everybody is beautiful, but on the back end, I don't know how you sleep at night because you have all these papers. It's just, oh my gosh, it just made my skin crawl. I'm like, after we get through this event, like, please hire me for a week to come up here and change your life and just make your, your office a much more machine, like work smarter, not harder. So he did and he hired me for a week and I went up there and I really changed his life. And he's like, wow, I'm in my 50s, I do very well. And here comes this little blonde with big hair bebopping in from Nashville telling me what to do. Um, but it really gave me the confidence to know that, hey, I can work with men and people who've been in business for 25 years, they just have to be open to change. And that's all that it takes is they, he wanted to learn and he realized doing 100 minutes a, a year, you know, he would like to scale back to maybe 30 or 40. So, how to hire the right people actually fired all of his staff. And <laughs> I didn't fire them. I said, I'm going to give you an opportunity because this is not the opportunity that you, how you want to spend your life. Like, do you, when your alarm goes off in the morning, are you excited about coming to work or you're just coming for a paycheck? And a lot of people just say they're coming for a paycheck. And again, in the wedding industry, it needs to be, passion and emotional, and people can see through that if you don't love what you do.
1: So you're coaching and consulting, then you're kind of taking the lessons you've learned about logistics uh, and planning, et cetera, and then you're transferring it into people's personal and business lives and helping them kind of figure out how to run their business or their own life the way that they would run the business, right? Absolutely. So what do you see as the biggest uh, issue or challenge that you, when you walk into uh, an organization, what's the And maybe the thing that everybody struggles with.
0: Well, again, going back to hiring the right people. And so when I go into an organization, one of the very first things that I like to do is I like to do the psychology methodology testing. So I understand who my audience is. And then I go back to the owner or the leader, whomever hired me and talk about strengths and weaknesses of each of those people. And sometimes it just takes moving people around into a different department. So they're working on their strengths and not forcing them into a role. And sometimes there are employees that say, you know what, this isn't for me. And it's better for the organization for them to move on and to bring in new people. And so as a consultant, you know, I'm the bad guy, but, you know, I try to be like the good guy too and say, hey, like, this isn't a bad thing. You're losing your job. Like, there's something out there better for you. And it also helps people understand more about themselves. And then it helps the leader that hired me understand where their gaps are, which Like gold is one of the colors. It's very type A. Those are the loyal people that that you want to hire to run your organization. So one company that I worked with, they had a bunch of oranges. And orange is is what I am. I'm very creative. I need to be doing something different every day or I'm just bored. You don't put an orange in a cubicle and tell them to do the same thing every day. They just, they, they wouldn't be happy. And so a lot of business leaders hire people they like, like them. They don't necessarily look at their resumes. Because like, they feel
1: comfortable right, around those people.
0: Right. It's yeah. like, I like you. I'm going to hire you. And it's like, no, no. Hire people that are not like you to make sure you have all four of the brain personalities because you need all of that to make up your company to make it run like a well old machine. So that's the biggest thing that I see where where CEOs and business owners, they hire people just like them, and then they have all these gaps.
1: I understand you. Uh, you use a lot of interns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're really uh, involved in in the training of interns mm-hmm. and and really a big proponent of that so how have you seen that work for you
0: again about 7 or 8 years ago when i transitioned over full time into event planning and and focusing on my own business you know all these girls were emailing me i'm like why do they care about what i do so much like i just i don't watch tv so i really didn't understand how much hype there was on television about weddings and events and i really saw an opportunity to help other people learn and grow because there is no good leadership. In fact, that's why I'm putting together like a university for people because we can only help so many people at once. And I have learned having one intern at a time is best. And usually we do one per semester. Every once in a while we'll have them overlap, but it's a time commitment on my part and on Allison's part to take out and teach and educate. But I hope I'm not doing this when I'm 70 years old. So (laughs) You know, you have to train people and teach them how to do what you do. And then, if they're if if they do a great job, and I'm happy with them, and they're happy with the company, then we keep some people on, and that's how we grow the company. So, no matter if you're in school or you're not in school, or how old you are, what your experience is, everyone has to do an eight week internship with us to make sure that it's a good fit. It's like dating.
1: (laughs) So everybody starts as an intern. Absolutely. And you know, if, if somebody's listening, maybe they have kids in college or maybe they're, uh, they're in business school right right now. What do you recommend for them as they're looking towards an internship
0: in terms of what we look for? Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, simple things like I'll give you one little tip. So you, in this industry, you got to pay attention to detail. And so my last name has two F's and two T's. Allison's first name has one L not two. So when people are addressing us and sending in resumes, I can't tell you how many times there's like simple things like misspellings. And, you know, we probably wouldn't hire someone who needs to know the details for little things like that. But in terms of like what to look for, you got to love people. And if you don't love people and if you don't love fixing problems or like troubleshooting, then the hospitality customer service industry is probably not for you, especially weddings. Um, and then I, I've had a, several interns, you know, they they want to do an internship because they think there's so much money involved. They're like, it's a trillion dollar industry. I'm going to be a planner. I'm going to be rich. I'm like, well, you can definitely make a living off of it and you can definitely have a company, but you don't just intern and then jump out and start your own business. Like having a mentor and having a business coach and being part of organizations and um, going to conferences and educating yourself, like it never stops. Like you've got to stay innovative. So. When people say, "How do I get into the industry?" The first thing I say is, "Do an internship or shadow someone that does what you think you want to do."
1: What do you feel like are your uh, uh, when you look at your background and the things that you've done? What do you feel like are the the, the biggest uh, keys to the success you found?
0: Well, like, the biggest key to success is communication and follow up and follow through. In every industry, there's holes, and so again when people are like well what makes you so different and i said well i don't think this about myself or my company i know this because other vendors share these experiences with me and so i i I honestly feel like our success comes from being a good communicator and also having a strategy and a process and sticking to it And not letting clients tell me how I'm going to plan their wedding. It's like, this is our process. We're paperless. Here's the templates. Give me your phone. I'm going to put the free apps on your phone. This is how we're going to do this. And if you don't (laughs) like it, there's the door. (laughs) Sorry. It just did. You know, recently we had a mom email and say, can you mail me your menu of services? It's like, I don't really use snail mail. We can email it to you. She's like, I don't do email. I'm like, well, are you going to be planning or is your daughter going to be planning? Because this is probably not going to work out if you don't have an email address because it's just, we're too busy to stop and not have a strategy. If you don't have a strategy, it's like a rat, like racing on a hamster wheel to me.
1: Do you look for every opportunity you can to automate?
0: Oh, 100%. We use Infusionsoft, um, which I'm a software geek. Uh, help a lot of companies go through beta and look at their different software programs and a lot of apps, um, in the wedding industry and productivity. And I've seen a lot of good ones. And then I've seen a lot of bad ones, mainly with backing up and how they're out, how the data is backed up. We have invested about three years ago in Infusionsoft and have We've built a really good, robust robust automation system. But I will say, again, in weddings, especially in the luxury market, everything is so personal. We don't do too much automation on that. But like for appointment reminders and scheduling, I feel like anything you can automate. It's like when I first invested in Fusion FusionSoft, I'm like, okay, one thing a week. Like, let's set a goal and let's try to automate one thing a week. So now we have a whole process and lots of campaigns built and and it is kind of scary when you don't know what you're doing. But again, I hired someone. I, I had a rep from an Infusionsoft come on board and build all that stuff. I just told them my process and there were some bumps and some kinks. I'm not going to lie, but it's it's a great opportunity when you, when you can automate.
1: Well, I know you have another appointment here and I want to take up much more of your time. So uh, Angela, thank you for being here. What's the best way to touch base with you Uh, If uh, maybe people have uh, questions about becoming a client Mm -hmm. of Vivid or even if they are interested in your consulting and coaching services as well.
0: Our website is angelaprofit.com, two F's and two T's. T's. And that's our business site. And then you can also visit vividexperiences.com, which is the planning website. We have a contact form on there. And typically we try to direct people to fill out that form because there's some specific questions on there that help us best serve that client and then after they fill that out there's an automation process that gives people our menu of services and then Allison usually follows up with them to, if they have any further questions before scheduling.
1: Give me that contact information once again for those who are just uh, listening to us live here. Yeah,
0: it's angelaprofit.com for coaching and business consulting and paperless coaching and technology coaching and vividexperiences.com for weddings, events, conferences, anniversary parties, barn bat mitzvahs, celebration of life, whatever you need to celebrate, we can do it.
1: Sounds great. Angela, thank you for being here today. Thank you so thank much you for Thank you to uh, Allison for joining us here, keeping yeah. us all straight, keeping us in line, <laughs> right? And uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you.